Now entering Nerdist.com. Hey, you naughty monkeys. Sex nerd Sandra here, and I'm talking about AdamandEve.com. They're sponsoring this week's episode. Go to AdamandEve.com, type in promo code SEXNERD at checkout, and you receive free shipping, which is fantastic. Super secret toy, three free DVDs, and, oh, right, 50% off almost anything in the store. Pretty sweet, you guys. Uh, I was looking around, and I've talked about it before. I love the Fantasy Door Swing. It's only 50 bucks, and it's easy. You don't have to drill anything into your home, and you can have a swing-like experience, and it's really easy and fun. And yes, Valentine's Day is approaching. I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's an extra excuse to get fun things that would work any day of the week, any week of the year, any year of your century. Always a good idea for fun. So as a recap... Go to adamandeve.com, type in promo code SEXNERD at checkout, and you get 50% off almost anything in the store, free shipping, three free DVDs, and a super secret gift, and good times for certain. Welcome to the Sex Nerd Sandra Podcast. Whoa, what are all these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. Hey, friends, I've got some dates for you. Uh, Mid-March, I'm going to be in Washington, D.C. Yes, a sex conference is bringing me back to the Capitol. Uh, I'm going to be at Catalyst Con uh, the weekend of March 14th, 15th, and 16th. And then I'm teaching a class down in Alexandria, Boning 101. You can go to lotusbloomsalexandria.com for more information. And then on Monday, March 17th, which also happens to be St. Patty's Day, I'm hosting a live show, yes, at the bar called The Pinch, which tickles me because it is St. Patty's Day, it's The Pinch, and it's a sex podcast it all kind of it, like it works you know it just works oh i love it um anyway i really hope to see you there if you're in the area say hi yay okay so and a little update about uh my resolution for 2014 it's the second month of the year and i will tell you right now that it really is helping 2014 the year of the relaxed vag totally in full swing Something about consciously focusing on relaxing my pelvic muscles so that any amount of clench just dissolves. There's something about that that's really working for me. Not to say that I stay totally relaxed because clenching is also really nice. Um, but it's getting rid of that, the clenching that's not erotic. There's just the tension. Like um, I don't know. It's just it's a good resolution. I'm sticking to it. So bringing it to the present, we are now uh, getting, we are edging right on to Valentine's Day. We are right on top of it, you guys. So this is the fourth in a series of just little thoughts about Valentine's Day. And this time I just looked online for uh, just the history of it. Because I realized I don't actually know why we do this. Why Valentine's Day? I know it's, I've heard complaints it's commercial. There's a lot of pressure. Lord knows there's a lot of pressure. Um, but what's the, the heart of it? <laughs> heart of it. <laughs> um, turns out that uh, St. Valentine's, it's really about a martyr. Um, and it wasn't until the high Middle Ages when Chaucer started writing about uh, romantic love and, and the courting rituals and all that, that Valentine's Day took on a whole new meaning. Hey. <laughs> oh, right. My favorite part. Where's my favorite part? Okay. In Norfolk, which is an area in the UK, there is a custom where Jack Valentine comes to the back door, knocks, and leaves little sweets and gifts for kids. And says, although he's leaving treats, many children were scared of this mystical person. That's kind of terrifying. Just like this ghostly person who's sneaking into your backyard to leave you things. Of course, come on, Santa, he's breaking and entering. But I guess it's like, it's welcome, I guess, because he's bringing cool stuff. I don't know. Why is Santa not terrifying, but Jack Valentine totally terrifying? I don't know. Anyway, oh, Valentine's Day and Wikipedia. 
Scrolling down, I see in Finland and Estonia. In Finland, Valentine's Day is called blah, 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 can't pronounce it, uh, which translates into Friends Day. As the name indicates, this day is more about remembering all your friends, not only your loved ones. Oh, I like that. In Estonia, it's uh, Valentine's Day is called blah, 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 which has the same meaning. I'm not even going to try and butcher that. There's a lot of squiggles. Um, bringing it to that, actually, uh, also, I just found out about Singles Awareness Day, which is an alt- alternate holiday that can take place on the 14th or possibly the 13th or 15th of February. And it's really about just celebrating yourself and maybe going to a singles event or even better yet, going to Brazil and celebrating a carnival. Uh, yeah, just party down. There's a lot of good stuff. Black History Month. A lot of good stuff happening in February. Okay. I just learned stuff. I just told you about the things I learned. Thank you, Wikipedia, for being all that you are to me and the world. Uh, Let's get to this week's show, which was surprisingly fun. Sometimes I interview people that I've known for a long time, and sometimes they're complete strangers, and I just know of their work. And that was the case this week. So I just met Dr. Sadie Allison, and uh, she and her partner were just absolutely delightful. Um, I had a good time. It was really fun. There are lots of people doing great work out in the realm of sexuality, and we all have different points of view, and so it was really cool to kind of come together and, and chat and bond over all the things. And they answered a bunch of my inappropriate questions, which I think was just adorable that they... entertain me Uh, and then there were more inappropriate questions that you guys posed to them through me um that's later in the episode though so uh yeah hey enjoy go team fun is this able to be lowered or is this the lowest it it, it goes um yeah so i'm just a short person Big things come in little packages. There you go. Diamond rings, little (laughs) women, penises. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Growers, right? Growers. You should tell her this this story. What? Uh, I was in a little shop in the Castro in San Francisco, and I was picking up some stuff and the, the guy was uh, he was totally gay I was I was buying a cock ring he was totally gay totally gay <laughs> and and I was just uh, you know they had a cup they, they had a couple that didn't stretch that much so I was like I guess I'll just go try them on and he was interested in being very helpful mm-hmm. and was like checking up on me I'm like you don't need to be coming back here and like <laughs> checking out my cock ring <laughs> Wait, yeah. he, he actually let you pre-purchase try them on in the store it was basically like i think i'm gonna get this one and and i was just gonna make sure and if it wasn't nice. i was gonna buy it anyway uh-huh. good right, customer right. service yeah, yeah, yeah but cool. he, yeah, he was trying to go above and beyond uh-huh. yeah. yeah yeah here let me help you yeah, just like, no no and yeah he made he made a comment because he saw my cock and i was like he's like oh you're a grower I was like, like, that uh, was so inappropriate. What stage in this growth were you at that moment? No growth. No growth. Oh, okay. It was very awkward and and embarrassing, no growth. I was like, no, this is too weird. I'm getting a hard on in this dirty store. (laughs) Oh, we got the pinky part. And then he put a pinky in your butt. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. Awkward. (laughs) What? He was was just, like, trying to get in there and was trying to, like, put his pinky down See if the measurement was right. And I was like, oh, you you get out. You mean, like, testing the back of your shoe when you're a kid to make see if you have room to grow? exactly. Exactly. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. That's enough. (laughs) That's really funny. Also really non-consensual, but really cute. I felt so bad because I sent him down there to get some stuff. Mm -hmm. And then when he called me and told me what happened, like, oh, no, he was molested by a gay guy in the Castro. And the guy, the guy took advantage of him, and clearly he he's not doesn't hang out in that neighborhood. So mm-hmm. so the clerk was pretty aggressive to do what he did. Yeah, yeah. That, no, I mean that is uh, inappropriate as a story. It's great, but yeah, in real life, no, yeah, that's not good. Like, no. <laughs> so that would that be an happy. example of a story I wouldn't tell on the podcast. So. Right. <laughs> oh, she's been recording. The oh time. shit! Oh, yeah. We already started. It's five yeah, minutes yeah. in. That's Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, we are just so recording right now. <laughs> now, of course, you're you're welcome to not have that on on the podcast. But I highly recommend you just let me just let that slide. You know, <laughs> oh yeah, tell me all about that thing in your cock. Tell me all about the things. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, you're safe. You're safe in here. Um, hey, sex nerd friends. Um, I have got a fancy expert in the studio today. Uh, I've had her a couple of her books on my shelf uh, for a long while. Um, Doctor Sadie Allison. Hi, welcome. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Um, how's how's everything? How's the microphone? How are we? I are think it's. I think I can in? hear well. Can, yes. Can you guys? Am I? Do I sound okay? 
Okay. Yeah, I yeah. guess everything's give perfect. Us a, give us some positive feedback, Monica. Tell us. Do we sound amazing? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How's that sound? Okay, Ooh. I can hear myself now. Yeah. Excellent. Um, okay. And John, I've just met you as well. John, you are... Uh, tell me about you two. Are you in love? <laughs> do, you, do you like each other sometimes? Yeah, very, yeah. very much so in love. Yeah, and, yeah, life life partners together and merged everything. So we we both have kids and we're we're building our lives together. Insta, Insta family, as we call it. Very cool. And mm-hmm. you're both um, your business partners. In is it um, Tickle Kitty? Wait, no. Yeah, Tickle, yeah. Tickle, Tickle Kitty is your publishing company. That's right. Um, and all your books are published under Tickle Kitty. Um, but then you've got Slippery. Ki- oh, you guys! I totally have. I totes have. Uh, <laughs> all of the lube next to me right here. All right, I've got strawberry flavored lube, and I've got on natural lube. Mm-hmm. Um, this packaging is great. I know uh, Slippery Kitty Lube has been around for a while, but this is a rebranding. Looks Brand like. new. Yeah, really excited. We wanted to go with a more phallic looking bottle because that's appropriate. Of course. And um, modern and sleek and comfortable on the hand. So we chose these bottles and, and the labels and the design. But most importantly, we upgraded the formula. So we removed. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, there was um, beforehand there was glycerin and parabens, which are very mm-hmm. common ingredients in a lot of um, beauty products as well as lubricants. But for some women, um, they can be really um, irritating on the skin, and especially for women who are prone to yeast infections mm-hmm. and have really sensitive vaginas. Yeah. So I wanted to be as body safe as possible. Possible. So we removed those ingredients, and so now it's even a more premium formula. Thank you for being so thoughtful to my vagina and others. You're welcome. <laughs> I love it. We want them all happy. So tell me more about your company, what you've been doing, how long you've been doing it. Um, give us the rundown. Sure. Well, Tickle Kitty was launched in 2001. So okay. it's almost my 13th birthday, which is pretty amazing. I can't believe how much time has flown. And when I started, uh, it wasn't even my intention to start a publishing company. I had been teaching friends for many years, actually since I was 15, mm-hmm. um, how to have an orgasm. I used to teach my girlfriends how to masturbate. Right. And so I had done that all through high school, all through college. I was nicknamed Little Dr. Ruth. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working in the corporate world, and I said, gosh, I've taught so many women how to have an orgasm. I should take this knowledge I have that works and write a little pamphlet. And then I can go to Kinko's and photocopy it and give it away to and help more women outside my circle of friends. Yeah. And so that idea evolved, and I ended up writing a book. Mm-hmm. And so I figured out what self-publishing was, and day by day just got on the phone and stopped through Good Vibrations and said, who, who can I speak to? I think you guys would do great with this book. I know mm-hmm. people need it. And so one thing led to the next, and now I have five best-selling award-winning books. Pretty amazing. And I never, I just kind of went with my passion, and then the rest came. Very cool. And I love the self-starting of that. Like, hey, I wrote this thing. You know you want it. You know you like it. Come on, good vibes. I mean, that's totally. great. Because you're, you're in the Bay Area, right? Both of yeah. you live in the Bay Area? Yeah. yeah. San Francisco. So, fantastic. Uh, I love going up there and teaching. It's really fun. Yeah, it's a great city. I can't believe I haven't met you yet. Like, that's so weird. But yes. Yeah, I, I, I make it to some of the events, but not as often as I'd like. And so there's a lot of people that I've met, you know, on the phone mm-hmm. or know of, but haven't met in person. Right. So I'm happy to meet you, too. And yeah. it sounds like we have a lot of mutual friends, yeah. which is cool. Totally. Um, okay. So I brought you both here to talk about something. No, I mean, I was really happy to meet you both and the fact that you're in town. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Um, so thank you for reaching out. And, um, and I'm excited to see all these books in front of me. Some good drawings but in this one, too. I, I just checked out your TED Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, that just what came out a few weeks ago. Yes. Right? So yeah. it's it's really, it's fr- fresh off the pr- fresh. fresh. Is it hot off the presses or fresh off the presses? Which is uh, it? Either. Hot and fresh mm-hmm. off those presses. Um, and it's all about um, giving, the art of fearless giving. Yep. Which was wonderfully not really about sex, but it was about the passion behind propelling you around how you talk about sex. Exactly. And, and I love that, but there was something within it that I really like. I really want to talk about you guys. You mentioned several times the gift of orgasm Mm -hmm. within your TED talk. And if you haven't seen her TED talk, totally check it out. Dr. Sadie Allison, Ted, it bring comes up. It says fearless giving. You can Google that too. Yeah, Google. Yeah, I just on, tell everyone to Google things. Like that seems like easy. Yeah, it's on our website too, which is ticklekitty.com. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Oh yeah. Uh, what are your Twitter handles? Facebook, all those things. I'm d- at Dr. Sadie for okay. Twitter. Dr. Sadie Allison for Facebook. Mm-hmm. 
And and on Twitter, I'm Tickle Kitty CTO, Chief Technology Officer. Oh, <laughs> he's really smart, intellectual, <laughs> See, amongst imagine, other things. I imagine you with a sledgehammer, just like breaking open vibrators and being like, "How does this work? The technology!" Oh, oh he's no. so into that. Oh yeah, yeah. he's a mechanical engineer oh, as well. Yeah. <gasps> that's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> he loves all of them. That's all I want to do is take all the fancy sex toys, uh, yeah. okay. break them open, and then how does find, it work? Yeah, no, that's all I want to do with all <laughs> yeah. my sex toys. Like I want to like hump them and then learn what's inside them. That's, awesome. Did you say yeah. hump them? Hump, oh, well, you know, you want to. I want to have the experience the of humping using you did, them. You did say hump. Hump. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, great. I just yeah, want yeah. to make sure that <laughs> was the great word. Hump the toy, douse in some rubbing alcohol, then break it open and be like, "What just happened to me?" I need to show you a photo, and while we're talking, I'm going to find it. Okay. But, but John. Uh, has collect has a not, has collected a, a great variety of toys that we have at home for mm-hmm. our own personal use. We even have a dresser with a few drawers that we converted into our toy chest, mm-hmm. and he installed little locks on the sides mm-hmm. of these drawers because he's mm-hmm. a. It was engineer. a real project. Yeah, I had to you know drill into the side of the dresser, get the right locks with the right throw length. To <laughs> so we have our kids. Lock so we're like they can't the find all this stuff. Are you saying like if I look? At the front of the dresser, it looks like a regular dresser. It but looks like a three-drawer dresser, you know, like three-foot-wide drawers. But the lock is on the side? Yeah, so I drilled through the side so that it could... It's a, a push-button type lock, so there's like a plunger that has to oh. go through into the side of the drawer. So when it's locked, you can't pull the drawer open, and I have three locks, one for each drawer. So Great nerdy stuff, huh? It's yeah. like, so the, the holes have to line up. You stick yeah. the... It's like a stick in, and there's a click. Yeah. And then... Oh my God! You are. Why are people? You are. Thank you for telling America and beyond about this. Yeah, yeah. Because it was a nice dresser. It was a, a nice piece of furniture, and I was like, we can modify this and store all our sex toys, which you're probably going to see. But uh, yeah, it, it worked. It worked brilliantly, and it's all organized and locked up and the way it should be because we have plenty of listeners who have kids or yeah. nosy parents or a maid or whoever. Exactly, um, all of that. Are these all things that you can get at the local hardware store? Yeah, I just went to a locksmith and said, here's what I got. Here's the measurements. Because you kind of have to know like how far. I mean, lock, there's bazillion locks out there. So you just, if you kind of know the measurements. Will you just quit pick just angles of this thing? Uh, I have a couple you... pictures. Oh, okay, I'll find okay, them on okay, my cool. phone. Because okay. when I was done, I was all proud. So that's that's when you take a picture. You have uh, to. You yeah, have to. Oh, yeah. my God. Why don't I just hang out with engineers and ask them yeah, all the questions? Yeah. <laughs> I just met um, Steve. Oh, I forgot his last name. But he is the um, the... Well, the owner of the company Perfect Fit, which is a company that makes like a whole bunch of um, men's toys, like tons of cock rings. It's a lot in the the gay industry, um, gay sex toy industry. Um, But there's just these really uh, just the design of these cock rings are so specific and yeah. it's amazing. So I just I love uh, people who, who think about like how to yeah. do that. Um, Good stuff. But the gift of orgasm. Dr. Sadie Allison. You're looking for your pictures, huh? Yeah, and it, I can't find it at this it's, moment. It's going to happen. I'm pretty... I, I, it's, it, it's if not come. now, tw- pick at me, and I will totally retweet that action. Okay. Oh, or unless that's tw- personal. That might be personal. No, no okay. They don't nah. care. Okay. <laughs> Great toys in there. Nice cool. colors, variety. Excellent. <laughs> so, um, when I talk to women about orgasm, because I don't... When I talk to... When men have questions about having a difficult, have difficulty orgasming, it's usually... Something lifestyle related, um, it might be a health thing, it's a stress, right? Um, Or it might be they orgasm by themselves, but they're having a hard time transitioning over to a partner. But Mm -hmm. when it comes to uh, women, the complaint is often like, I cannot figure out the orgasm. I have a really hard time. It just seems like a much more, it's just more difficult. It is thing and um and we've talked about female orgasm before and masturbation and things but i would love to hear because it sounds like you really got it from an early age like 15 in your ted talk you said mm-hmm. yeah you were like girl you've never had an orgasm and exactly. you're like do this do this do that do that do this and then the next day she's just like did it oh my yeah. god i mean like that's a pretty great formula like tell, like yeah yeah it's well first of all uh for a man to masturbate and have an orgasm it's pretty intuitive you mm-hmm. know their anatomy's on the outside the wind blows they get hard they're ready to go it's pretty easy. For a woman, our vulvas are so much more complex and they go inward. Mm-hmm. Even like the clitoris goes to, you know, you have the clitoral legs and that stems mm-hmm. two inches inward. So we're not taught about pleasure growing up as young girls. We're actually mm-hmm. taught, you know, negative messaging on top of it. So, you know, you go to school and they have, you know, lessons on STDs and birth control. But when do you ever learn how to how to give pleasure to someone and how to receive it and feel good about it? 
So that's problem number one is mm-hmm. women don't know. And it's not intuitive like people would think. I've talked to guys and like, wow, you don't know. You don't just know how to do it. It's like, well, no, a lot of women don't. And when they do think they, they know, they use their fingers and they'll penetrate with their fingers. Mm-hmm. But so what I would tell women is that, first of all, the clitoris is where all the action is. It's not in the, the vaginal canal. So stop fingering yourself and focus on the clitoris. This is where it is. Mm-hmm. This is what it's for. This is what happens when you stimulate it and pick up some lubricant to make mm-hmm. it slippery slidey. You need to have friction because mm-hmm. a lot of women wouldn't know this stuff. You right. just don't. I didn't know the friction thing. Like, lube would have changed the game totally. early on. Yeah. Yeah. And then also the types of touching techniques. Like a lot of women, well, what do you do? How do you touch yourself? I don't know. And I would hear that so over and over. It used to baffle me. But I would just describe, you know, figure eights, up and down, side to side, circles, figure out. I'm I'm doing it in the air. I'm like, figure eights. (laughs) I have all these illustrations in Tickle Mm -hmm. Your Fancy, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. In the the book that show show people. And that's what's so great about these books is they're all so illustrated that you can just look at all the pictures and learn what you need to learn. I've got like a total, it's like a full deck of cards, like about five. Really? Pick a pleasure. (laughs) Yeah, just pick pick one. Um, Tickle my tush. I haven't looked at this one. I think I saw like maybe somewhere, like I saw this book in passing. Like I did not know there was a butt tonight. I didn't know she wrote a butt (laughs) book. Um, So it's really cool to see that this one exists. And then going through Tickle My Pickle and Ride'em Cowgirl, which is a real fun positions book, Toygasms and Tickle Her Fancy. Was this your first one? Yeah. So this was it. This was the Kinko's book that That turned into a glossy, pretty book with that's right. Your face. That's not your face. It is. Oh my God. That's touch your face. uh, It wasn't intended. Um, (laughs) We, we were going to use my art director's secretary at the time. And we did, some test shots of me just to mm-hmm. see what kind of posing we wanted and we ended up using one of me i'm like hey well this this works <laughs> no cost let's just use it yeah no it's a beautiful photo i mean you have a lovely face and it totally works thank Look you those lips okay objectifying um cool <laughs> okay so you put it all in here um did you do a lot i mean okay so in the ted talk there was the when you were 15 mm-hmm. um and you tell this girl and she goes home and she figures it out and then you fast forward to like years later and mm-hmm. there's a friend of yours and she's been married yeah and she hasn't ever had an orgasm they're all over the place these women and still today you know i you know i speak to people all the time and there's still every day girls that just aren't being educated on mm-hmm. their own bodies and being able to feel empowered that it's okay to touch yourself because that's part of the problem too there's so much negative messaging that women are afraid to do it even if they're curious and then maybe they'll say, okay, I'm going to try it. But then they feel so guilty mm-hmm. and ashamed. It's like, you know, you got to, we got to get past this, this phase that we're in and, and mentally to be able to really open up because we have to relax. Mm-hmm. You have to feel good about it. You have to, you know, love yourself, you know, go Definitely. love yourself. I notice people give up easily when it comes to like trying a new sex toy or trying a new sex thing and they try it once. They go, oh, that didn't work. And then they just, they move don't on. know how much it's worth it to keep trying. Right. <laughs> it's like, don't give up on this one. It changes your life. Give it a good college try. Did you find pictures? Give that is a, a three drawer chest with locking mechanism. Isn't that hot? Oh my God. So, okay. I was thinking of these things poking out. Okay. Sorry. I'm looking at. Um, the corner and side of this lovely three drawer dresser set. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't even know if those are furniture terms. Uh, is that a dresser? It's just, yeah, it's yeah. a little three drawer Call it clo- a set. clothing dresser. Um, set as if I know that you have something matching to it. Yeah. Um, but I was imagining there were these little things sticking out, um, that had a little lock hanging off it, but you actually, it's um, just it's like It's a flush this, mount, right? So it's. Flush mount is when it's f- flush yeah, with the, so the material. Right. So I wanted it off to the side not seen and and then uh this is what it looks like on the inside that's the plunger that's you know i pulled the drawer out but that that pin that you see inside when it when the lock is pressed right, down right. goes through the side of the drawer a hole that i had to put in there so there you go so i'm looking at just yeah the inside there's a there's something protruding into the drawer but on the outside it just looks so sleek it's just it's That's just the like, idea. like honey, I'm home, and you just yeah. stick a key in, yep. and then you open your drawer, and it's boning time, yep. or massage time. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real Everything simple time. lock too. Like mm-hmm. we just needed something that was strong enough to where the girls couldn't pull the drawer open. Dude, this seems like okay, especially if you live in San Francisco. This just seems like a fantastic service that someone needs to provide for people. We we were thinking the same thing. Yeah, like, uh, somebody needs to make cool furniture like that. And there's locking. There's other more complicated locks that have you know like. A 
a file drawer cabinet. You know, you got the push button and it locks all four drawers kind mm-hmm. of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's mechanisms like that, but it was like complicated and expensive. This was the easy thing. But I mean, if you're like, you want to just have furniture that you like. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. just, and then I love that there's a light, slight role play. Like, ma'am, mm-hmm. did you need a, your sex toy drawer locked or whatever? And you just show up in a little cut off shorts. No, no, I there don't you know. Go. I don't know what the fantasy is. <laughs> oh, maybe I do. Um, but anyway, that's, that's entrepreneurship for another time. That's for entrepreneurship talk. Um, yeah. But, you know, this is exciting. Um, what is interesting, okay, so for me when I talk to women and just anyone really about pleasuring their body, I get so broad and it's like, maybe you like stuff inside, maybe you like stuff outside, maybe you like over here. And I just get so overwhelmed with the choices. But um, you seem really like, like you seem really focused in a good way where you can kind of like, like you're like a razor. You just like <laughs> cut through to like, I don't like that metaphor for talking about uh, naughty bits. Um so no more, I have been called yeah. the, the pathfinder. Oh, really? Yes, in, in many t- <laughs> in many different ways. I'll find the shortest distance, the quickest way to do something between point A and point B. Cool. So that even if it saves 10 seconds, you do that throughout the day, you've saved yourself 20 minutes. Okay, so <laughs> step one, you tell the female lube, circles, figure eights, etc. Focus on the clit, stop fingering yourself. Okay, they go mm-hmm. home. What if it doesn't work? Then what? What's next? Okay. I tell them to not to keep trying. Okay. And try different pressures. Mm-hmm. And eventually, uh, it just, you're really just getting used to touch mm-hmm. and touching yourself and, and see what feels right to you because everybody's so different. Mm-hmm. So what I explain to them to start with is just a starting place and to evolve into whatever style is going to work. Some women might like a lot more pressure. As we know, the clitoris yeah. can be very sensitive. So some women only like it going around the clitoris and not touching the tip at all. Right, yeah. So it's really just a matter of being open to experiment. And if they didn't spend time kind of just relaxing and getting into their own space, whether that be taking a nice bath or, you know, laying, you know, lighting your candle and laying in bed for a little while and just unwinding and letting the stresses go, mm-hmm. a lot of women need to get into that space. So I would suggest okay. they do that too. And then the other thing is to just jump, jump in and try a vibrator. I, I recommend. And then there's that. And then there's that. Just like a real simple one, though. Not anything penetrating, just topical. So mm-hmm. like a classic silver bullet is a mm-hmm. great starter toy or a pocket rocket. When you say silver bullet, do you do you mean the like real slender one with the black button on the end? That's, or do you mean like the egg with the cord and then the battery either, pack? Either. either. Oh, he just something yep. small and simple. Something small, okay. topical, simple, not intimidating. Mm-hmm. And to kind of see how that feels. And you can also do it through your underwear. So it doesn't, That's have, true. doesn't have to be exact, you know, on your skin. Because some women are a little like, you know, mm-hmm. squeamish. Or they're real, you know, shy. Mm-hmm. So you can keep your panties on. Just tuck, tuck the material in a little bit so you're exposing what's under there. And then just kind of like glide it across and see how it feels. Cool. Yeah, that's true. I always forget. Like, yeah, that's great. Is you can just <laughs> you can be wearing a parka and like some ski <laughs> pants, and you can still kind of get off with some vibrators. That's a good times. Um, what? Okay, so I'm just throwing the things that always come up. What about the gals who? Um, oh shoot, what was the question? What was the question? Um, oh, they go home with the vibrator. They're lubing up. They're touching themselves, and they just the thing is, they go yeah, so much. Um, I just, I don't feel anything. Like, it's just boring. Like, it's me touching myself. Like, boring. I don't know why it's that really annoying voice, but it's an honest. That's how we hear it. It's an it's honest like, concern. It's true. It's how we hear yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, what are you talking about? Um, but there is that, I, I often will go straight to fantasy. Like, um, yep. you know, erotic movies or a nice story or something that kind of, you know, gets your juices flowing. Like, gets you really in the mood. Right. Um, well, what are your thoughts on that when someone's just finds it so boring to touch themselves? Well, I think that's that's part of the problem is it's their attitude and mm-hmm. how they're looking at it because it's all what you make of it. So if you're not enthusiastic about it and the way you're touching might feel boring because maybe that's how you're touching yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think it's really putting yourself in that place where you want to achieve an orgasm and you're going to do the work. And that might mean, like you were saying, start reading or listening or watching erotica and explore all the different avenues that are out there to really achieve this. So Yeah, get on your own team, guys. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's not boring and you should feel something so maybe you're not doing it quite right and you're not really you know letting yourself receive what you're doing cool okay yeah hey john get out of your own way is what i say get out get out of your own way why are you doing that to yourself i mean really come on let's come already (laughs) let's do it (laughs) you'll be much more relaxed after i promise john so yes give me the dirt what's it like 
being with a sex expert or what America's pleasure coach. Wait, that wasn't going. There, that was better. I like that one. Well, (laughs) I mean, the knowledge, the books, the. I mean, does she just like burst into flames in the bedroom and you're like, it burns? It was was interesting when I first met her, which was totally by accident through a mutual friend. Um, the way I love to meet people, it wasn't like orchestrated in any way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I found out like what she did and what she was all about. And, and I actually already had two of her books <gasps> and I was like, Oh wow. That's, that's you on, mm-hmm. on the cover. You Dang. Wrote tickle his pickle. <laughs> yeah. I've, got, I've got one of those sweating. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and yeah, I was intrigued on, on many levels and that that's what it takes for me. I mean, you can always have physical attraction, but I, I, I'm turned on by other dimensions and I need all of that there. And so I was like super intrigued because mm-hmm. I was like, here's a smart businesswoman, you know, sexually competent, advanced and attractive and mm-hmm. all that. So I was trying to figure out, okay, I got to ask her out. And that's when I got nervous. And I remember, uh, you know, deciding to call and mm-hmm. ask her out. And I got nervous like I was in high school. Oh, my, this is my, so traditional. My, I love it. Yeah, like my heart was racing. I'm <laughs> like, oh, shit, I don't know what to say. Oops, excuse me. Um, <laughs> so, it, yeah, it was it was fun to be all excited and turned on and nervous. And, you know, as, as we started to date, I was definitely like up in my head, even though the, like the male ego was trying to override and say, you got this, you know, you're, you're, you're fine, you're competent. Was it the, uh, the sex expert um, label and idea of her? Yeah, that like was she's got to know everything about everything, and mm-hmm. I can't possibly know everything. And I used to get that a lot from guys I would date before mm-hmm. I met John. They would either be intimidated to ask me out because they think I know everything, and some guys would be like, God, how am I ever going to please her? Mm-hmm. And then I would meet guys that would be cocky, confident, and be like, oh, let's go out. I can, I'm sure I can show you a oh, thing I or two. Oh, I hate those. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. And what's, what's really interesting is that you know, I have this image and this this persona, but the real me is laid back, quiet, mm-hmm. and I know what I know, and I know m- more than a lot of people. But mm-hmm. I never pull it out. I go with the pace of whoever I'm I'm with, and I let them initiate. So mm-hmm. I, I'm really cautious about not pulling all my tricks out of the hat, but really just growing as a new couple, whoever I'm with, naturally and organically, as you would anyone. And then over time, we, we start, you know, exploring things. And, that, and that's what got me is mm-hmm. I was like, she's she's into me. I'm into her. And this will just unfold naturally. There was no trip or ego or pushing mm-hmm. things or, or, or judgment. I didn't never felt judged. And mm-hmm. that's what helped me just kind of drop my guard and start thinking about just being me. And and things just flew from there. It's and he's been... so awesome. Yeah. He's the best man I've ever Aww. met. Yeah. Yeah. I had to be with a lot of Mr. Wrongs to find my Mr. Right. Oh, that's really sweet. Uh, and I yeah. did all my Miss Wrongs. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, love lives. How's your love life? Are you in a relationship or? Currently I am. Yes. It's it's actually really great. I haven't been in a relationship in a long time. Uh, so, and Isn't I used it? to be serial monogamous for a long time, but I did the switch to poly and made a lot of mistakes. So mm-hmm. I've been poly for a couple of years now and it's been, it's been interesting. Yeah. It's been really interesting. Um, but I'm a really healthy place. So that's cool. That's my, my love life has been one interesting road, but, mm-hmm. um, actually doing this podcast and becoming a professional sex educator has really um, brought my like kind of my integrity and my expectations and like just all like really aligned things in a great way oh, nice. where um, I get the professional permission to really explore and pay attention and really cultivate something um, authentic in my personal life, which is great. Um, so it's kind of just I've kicked up my game in terms of like good life for you. Also. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a lot of growth. Yeah, toads growth. Yeah. Omg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's really cute. Okay. You guys, I don't want to dig too deep, but if you start dating, you go at your own pace, which is smart. And honestly, I mean, the idea, I've definitely run into that where people think that like I know everything, which is like, because I'm, I mean, I'm still learning. Like that's part of being in this field is you just keep on learning more things. Yeah. And when you're with a new partner, it's all brand new, regardless right? of how much you know. Right. Yeah. But seriously, John, just between you and me, she's totally not listening okay. right now. All right. Did she totally like blow your mind in bed like the first couple of times <laughs> you, were you just like oh my god like i just uh, yeah it's a it was amazing yeah okay it's, it's, uh, and, and, and it's still it, <laughs> it's, 
it, it still is. So. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. I just, I think because there's the, you know, sometimes people, and obviously it's chemistry. I mean, for you, how was it? I mean, it's weird to say, how was it for you? <laughs> it was fabulous. Yeah. That's, yeah. It was on. It Ever was since on. like the first date, it's been on. It was, but then, okay. Do you think it was because of chemistry and skill on top of it? Was it mainly just like, Okay, now I'm just getting really analytical. I love talking to couples about how they find like their groove. I with would each other. say it was our our intellectual connection and our emotional connection. Oh yeah, that was the base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'll I'll be honest, we were new lovers mm-hmm. in the bed bedroom and we were exploring and learning each other's bodies. So you don't once in a while you can meet up with someone to have some some great passionate night where everything was so perfect but most of the time you're learning someone for the first time and you have to feel it out and try mm-hmm. different things and see how it goes so so it was a we we evolved over time and mm-hmm. I, it wasn't like the perfect evening from the very start we were learning and exploring and having a good time would Aww. you say that? yeah i would agree and it's all it's all the other dimensions that make it complete you know mm-hmm. and that's what makes something last yeah it's amazing how much sex it's not really about sex. Like it's just one piece of such a larger uh, exactly. puzzle. It's, it's remarkable. Um, so yeah, way to be mature people who totally get what we we both important. had to be in that emotional space, like ready for each other. Because we, you know, we both know each other's backstory, and like, well, wouldn't it be great if we met five years earlier? But it wouldn't have worked then. I was mm-hmm. in a different place. She was in a different place. Different people. Mm-hmm. So there's like timing is everything too, where you're open and ready for that kind of relationship with someone. And we have a lot in common too. Not only do we both have, have girls, daughters. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're parents. We're both very committed parents. Are they similar in age? Uh, seven and 10. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. And he's the primary parent mm-hmm. for his and, and mine as well. So we're both like that. We understand what that means as a oh, priority. Yeah. It's harder when you date someone that doesn't have a kid. They mm-hmm. just don't quite get it. And one of the big things, just like someone um, who's Jewish, for example, wants to marry another Jewish person. It's that important. I have a, a spiritual practice. And so does John. And so the fact that we have something that strong in our lives that we can bond with was huge. Because I, I thought about it. I don't think I could date someone that didn't have a spiritual understanding of, of who they were and, mm-hmm. and their being grounded and, and how they want to move through this life and in this world. Do you have a similar spiritual practice? Or is it that mm-hmm. you both have very personal spiritual practices that you can bond I over? I think we're in the same place with what, however you want to define that because we're still figuring things out. And that's, that's a lifetime path anyways. Mm-hmm. But we're kind of in the same place moving down you know, the path of awareness and understanding and compassion and everything else. So it's, it's nice to have that with your partner because mm-hmm. you're just in the same plane, the same playing field. Cool. Now I have all these spirituality questions now, but this is a sex <laughs> podcast, oh, but I keep getting invited to Buddhism things lately. And I'm all like, maybe it's time to hang out with Buddhists. Like I used to hang out with Buddhists, but now it's like, maybe it's Buddhism time again. Yeah, it might be. Maybe it's time. <laughs> Got to do some Namio Ho Renge Kyo. Oh my gosh. Hey. What? Uh, my, my mom had a friend when I was like eight years old that used to do that in her living room. Oh yeah. Namio Ho Renge Kyo. Yeah. <laughs> she used to repeat it over and over. And I remember being a little girl and just watching that and she had her incense in her little corner with the mm-hmm. little wooden thing and I was uh, so I'll, re- I'll never forget that to this day just yeah. that image and that Nami Oho yeah. yeah it's fun Not it's sure a one. thing yeah it's a thing there are lots of different types of Buddhism Little chanting yeah. um, but yeah I don't know I, I, I just interviewed uh, Barbara Corellis uh, with Urban Tantra do mm. um, you know Urban Tantra it's like Tantra but for people who don't want to deal with the woo you know, okay. so um, so anyway, that was just fun because it was kind of spirituality and sexuality and how they come together. Yeah. Um, okay, so I just want to make sure so everyone who's listening knows you've got great lubes. Oh my god, can I t- taste some lube? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. There's a seal on the inside, and the strawberry is made to be lickable. Okay, and what it's it's also great for women who want to go down on their guy, but they're a little uneasy about the taste. Like they might say, oh, I don't like how he tastes so much. We'll put on a little bit of this strawberry slippery kitty. And all of a sudden you're licking a big strawberry. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. And like, yeah, even just not- on myself, um, sometimes, you know, I mean, I'll definitely like baby wipe my action before I have my partner go down on me or something, but just like a little flavored lube also can kind of change the game a little bit. When I'm feeling insecure. Which is so often <laughs> another reason that women like the slippery kitty lube is because the consistency mm-hmm. is 
on the thinner side. So it, the goal was to mimic what it's oh, yeah. actually like naturally a woman's natural fluids. Mm, it smells good. Yeah. That's always important. I've noticed um, that the scent smells candy like in a certain way mm-hmm. like that. Um, cause there's something, some people really love that erotic candy scent. I am like, I've noticed so I'm just like, yeah, Jolly Ranchers, baby. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. Oh yeah, that's really good. No, not too tack, no tacky, nice. no, no aftertaste. It's kind of nice. Yeah, no, it's nice and light. I, I don't like when uh, so much flavored lube is very ha- heavy handed. Yeah. Too much cool. sugar. Good work. Thank, thank you. you, ma'am. And thank you for all this lube. I'm going to have to go home and like wrestle with someone. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, so people can find your books at ticklekitty.com. Ticklekitty.com mm-hmm. and the lubricants. And we also have pleasure kits that include the books as well. So I have a kit called the Masturbation Jumpstart Kit. And it comes with the Tickle Your Fancy book that tells you how to do it. And a couple classic starter vibrators, some lubricant, some bubble bath. It's kind of everything you need just to kind of get started. And Mm -hmm. it's like your own little personal masturbation kit. It's pretty Um, cool. That's a good birthday present right there. Or or stocking stuffer. Or stocking stuffer. (laughs) Um, This probably will be released somewhere before Valentine's Day, most likely. But it won't be released before Christmas. So, uh, uh Okay, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day it is. <laughs> Every day is a masturbation day. <laughs> Every yeah, no, I'm uh I'm all like, what other holiday there's birthday, there's Valentine's Day, Christmas, anniversaries, New Year's, New National Year's. Masturbation Month, there's National sh- Orgasm Day, National Orgasm Day, Steak and BJ Day. Yeah. I don't know that if you've heard of that one. That, yes, we we have co- <laughs> personal yes. favorites. <laughs> I mean, you have. Uh, a few years ago when I decided to um celebrate it with my partner at the time, I ended up being sushi and anal sex night like like it was like we really tried and then it just sort of evolved into this other thing and we were like still good still good it's fine still good speaking of anal sex the the tickle my tush book a lot of people that are that's for hetero people or actually it's for anybody but it's for men as well that's why it's mild to wild anal play adventures for every booty because oh, there's, cute. Because <laughs> there's so many men that are into into anal play today, and one of the first myths is that it means you're gay. But if you're with a if you're a man and you're with a woman, you're not gay because your sexual act that you're doing doesn't define your orientation. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. You know. So I have a, an erotic story on my website that's free to help get people into the mood and get them kind of get their get their fantasies juices going. Cool. I don't know if you know Rachel Kramer Bustle, but she's yeah, an yeah, erotic yeah. writer, so she mm-hmm. wrote the story for me. Oh, nice. And it, you can get it right on the homepage at ticklekitty.com and it's all about um, two young lovers and their first time trying anal sex and using a butt plug. Oh, it's pretty, pretty, pretty yummy story. Like, uh, you know, when I first got it and I was reading, I'm like, wow, I want to find out what happens. So it's really, Hot. really cool. Yeah. yeah. I love erotica. Oh, this is very cool. Um, yeah, no, I, I appreciate that you're, you're pointing out that it's kind of a hetero focused book, but that you're, it's like, you're, you know, that that's such a mainstream, like that is just where a lot of people come from, but then you're also expanding it and like kind of giving permission for people to, yeah. Cause so many men like a little butt play. And there's the thing about anal sex is a lot of women have gotten hurt in the past mm-hmm. and never want to try it again. And it's because they guys and girls don't know how to do it right. right. You have to be really careful. It's not like having sex with a vagina, which is um, much easier. You can just jump right into it with some lube. The anus has to be warmed up. There's got to be lubrication. There's a lot of protocol so that no one gets hurt. You know, and communication is super important more so than in other areas of sexuality but and that's what i go through in the book so that you can have comfortable pleasurable anal sex oh that's that's my favorite kind yeah (laughs) of course (laughs) and a little tip i like to give the women if it's if it's uh your first time um something that's great to offset the the profound feelings you might be feeling from the back door is to use a classic silver bullet on your clitoris at the same time so you've Mm -hmm. got like the, the the pressure on, in the back, and then you've got the sensitive nerve endings of the clitoris being stimulated, so it kind of offsets that hurts, yeah. hurt so good pain. Mm-hmm. And then you can have an orgasm with that going on, and it's just amazing. Yeah. But guys, <laughs> if, it, <laughs> well, if it hurts so good, I hope it's more of a like a, a song lyric than it is actual pain. Don't don't be don't hurt. Yourself. Oh, you must know. <laughs> well, I'm. Uh, that that was a great John Cougar Mellencamp reference. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for being on the show. Oh, sure. Thanks for having us. My pleasure. Hey, we're about to get into some bonus material here, but uh, first, a little, a little Valentine's Day sweetness for you. 
Time is running out. So if you want to get something uh, for someone you care about, think about getting them Sherry's Berries for V-Day. Seriously. Especially if you love someone who loves chocolate or anyone who is anything like me and who just really likes surprises and like just, oh God, have you looked at this website yet? Berries.com, B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. It's just so delicious looking. The idea of something from that website arriving on my doorstep just delights my soul in a way I can't really explain to you guys. Uh, ordering from Cherry's Berries is quick and easy. I should probably stay on script here. There's only, th- what, three days left? Um, two days left until Valentine's Day. Giant freshly dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries starting at $19.99. Over a 40% savings or double the berries for just $10 more. I actually recommend you get the $30 thing with the double the berries. That seems like the smartest thing to do. Um, just You just need my code Sandra, S-A-N-D-R-A. Uh, you can click in the top right-hand corner. There's a microphone. Click it. Type me in, and then you get all that good stuff. I mean, really, when it comes to aphrodisiacs, uh, chocolate and strawberries are the top two on the lists of what people think of as aphrodisiacs, and both uh, have lots of vitamins and minerals who, that are good to put into the body. So again, go to berries.com, B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Go, go at it. Get crazy, you guys. It's Valentine's Day. Have fun. All right. Let's get back to the show. It's ridiculous trouble he try and fool me but i tell you i tell jason to his face you cannot you cannot bullshit a bullshitter (laughs) (laughs) so yeah she meant it so if i so i would just be amused at how she would respond to me trying to talk to her about butt play that's really into how about you john oh i tell my grandmother because she wouldn't remember after five minutes (laughs) <laughs> she's just in that place right. she's oh, just in that place oh, bless so her you, heart you she's a lovely bit, lady yeah. but i i could tell her everything and then she and then she'd probably want to know who she's speaking with again you want to know something Aww. she 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 would actually get titillated we went and visited her mm-hmm. out in uh, outside atlanta gert and what is she she have she, yeah she's you know just uh, up, up in years and dealing yeah. with some dementia mm-hmm. and, and um so yeah. she hadn't seen little johnny in many years uh-huh so he so we come into the place in this old person's home and everyone's like oh who's that and we're you know we're young and and so she's like little johnny little johnny i haven't seen you oh you used to sit on my lap and boy are you handsome yeah. i ought to peck you up and take you home with yeah. me and she's like you ought to be in the movies <laughs> yeah. it was so cute because she was she she didn't know him anymore mm-hmm. really and as far as she can remember and she was looking at him like he's just this young attractive young man not her mm-hmm. grandson but just so she was I think, you got to see a different side of your I grandmother think, yeah, i think yeah. he got her panties in a bunch yeah she was sweet yeah <laughs> but we, we heard what you just said many times and during that visit so i, I yeah she's like, she's a sweet lady it's like john yeah. your grandma yeah. wants to get <laughs> it was so funny it was cute yeah good genes good yeah. genes yes good, good people <laughs> um, oh, grandmothers. My my grandmother is an in, a really intense, loud Filipino woman, mm. uh, and really, a gr- I just um, I don't know if she ever even just talks at a regular like talking volume. Like, it's always uh, yeah. yelling, <laughs> even if she's happy. It's always like just explosive. Volume's 11. Yeah, yeah, it's always always eleven, and uh, like. Like if she wants to like call me from another room, it's like Sunday. You know, like it's like crazy. Like Filipino people, yeah. like. My family, we're we're an intense bunch. Um, so I would definitely choose a pastor or my yeah. pastor, any pastor, over <laughs> talking to my grandmother about sex any day. How do you think that would go if you did talk to your grandma about it? Mm, she would just probably laugh really hard. Like, no, <laughs> you say, say that good. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, but I think also uh, talking to a pastor, it would probably. It probably not go over too well, but it might. And maybe and I love that common ground you find when you talk about anal sex with somebody who's so no, and then they kind of get to a maybe place. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then maybe hopefully that would like help them communicate with the clergy. Mm. And I don't know, mm-hmm. save the world through talking to it's that anyway, conversion yeah. process. So, yeah. That's what comes up. I'm avoiding my grandmother about this thing. Um and then finally, and this one really, wow. Matthew Ayers um, asked, would you rather have sex with a sheep or bound zombie? Ooh. Ooh. Oh. It's, uh, I'm going to say bound zombie because I would make that be her Halloween costume. 
<laughs> that you know you are making it okay for yourself. Buddy. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, does oral sex count? Because if the sheep had to lick me, I mean, shit. <laughs> oh, there's our hey, actually, there's there's a, um, <laughs> a, a there's a podcast and live uh, show here at Nerd Melt called um, Erotic. Oh. Competitive erotic fan fiction, or people mm. like write really intense, uh, sexy stories, and you know, using Doctor Who, or um, or in this case, Walking Dead. Um, and so it was all about two female characters uh, being just kind of getting really sexy, being in love with, you, just just basically consummating that sexual tension within the show, but then also being like just taking zombies, and and there was like. They basically designed the story so that they knew they had thought about it and finally worked it out so the zombies could not bite them, but they could just, it was horrifying. That's all I'm saying, horrifying. Um, but I don't know about having sex with a sheep. I mean, what if it's a really well hung sheep? What do you think? Mm, yeah, no? exactly. Scary. Zombie? I mean, mm. dead brain eating person or a really friendly farm animal. <laughs> Does cuddling That's, count? We can cuddle. No, I couldn't. I couldn't do an animal. Yeah. I would rather. I'd rather have to do. You know, a mummy. <laughs> really? Oh God. So I'd, I'd have what to go about sheep. you? I'd yeah, have, to, have go to go sheep. sheep. Yeah, mm. I, because the thing is, is like, it's like you know, sheep person. I you don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. We're in it together. <laughs> Nobody wants this. I mean, maybe you do. I don't know. But I don't. But, like, zombies, like, I'm going to kill you. Also, it's weird because then they're not really consenting. And it's strange because mm-hmm. they're also dead. It's, it's like, more levels of wrong. Like, there's so many levels of wrong Than bestiality? Zombie. Bestiality is super wrong. But it's also, like, I think penetration of an animal is a bit more, like, it's so, it's so invasive. Like, it's, it's so, like, like so, yeah. yeah. And so, I would say, like peanut butter and dogs like that thing is more like I mean, that's pretty freaking wrong but like at least you're not invading your animal you know like like so i've thought about like levels of wrong okay, so, yeah. oral about, sex isn't as bad then as what you're yeah i just oh this is hard man it's all a bad I, I like, idea this is terrible but i that's what i like i like the challenge of a good would you rather because you have to think about that stuff it's so anyway thank you for entertaining me and thank you to everyone who pitched in with suggestions on the Sex Nerds on the Facebook page. You guys, you're so funny. All right. Um, so ticklekitty.com. Do mm-hmm. it. Love it. Oh, at Dr. Sadie on Twitter. Yep. D R S A D I E. That's right. Dr. Sadie Follow Allison me. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and John. Tickle Kitty CTO. That's right. Technology fancy pants. <laughs> yes. That's, that's it. Okay. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> Sheep or zombie. So awkward. (laughs) So awkward. Now leaving Nerdist.com.